When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back in. Uh, we've had a weekend of international cricket, both the Black Caps and the White Ferns, both going down to their respective opposition in Bangladesh and Pakistan and calling the game for us alongside Steve Davey here on ECNZ of the White Ferns game against Pakistan is former Black Cap and Black Cap coach Warren Lee. joins us now. G'day, Warren. Oh, g'day, Mark. How are you today? All right? Very well, very well. Got a few disappointed listeners, I think, in the performance of of the White Ferns yesterday. Uh, how much of it was the White Ferns played poorly? How much of it was Pakistan played well? I was a little bit of both. Um, surprisingly, Pakistan came in with a determination, I, and, and I guess they're, they're meant to start any tour with that sort of thing, but yeah, they dominated the whole game. New, New Zealand, the White Ferns just were not in it. Um, collectively, as a team, they didn't look part of it. They didn't hit the, the, the ground running. They they didn't hit the game with any aggression. Um, they they held back too often. The field placing wasn't quite right. And I know it's easy to say, oh, the pitch didn't really suit. Well, yeah, both teams had to play on the same pitch. But Pakistan really taught the White Ferns a lesson yesterday. I think tomorrow, same uh, pitch, same ground, probably one or two changes. But uh, New Zealand will have to perform 100% better than that. In both the men's and women's game, Warren, as a as a casual observer, it always seems to be we're reluctant to make changes. Um, <laughs> is part of that lack of depth, or is part of that lack of faith? What what is that? It's good to show faith in the players you've picked. I think uh, once you get picked for um, either the Black Caps or the White Ferns, you, you, you're proving that you're in the top group of players in the country and the selectors have chosen you out of the local domestic competitions, you get picked in that team and therefore they have a belief that you can play. And it's your responsibility to carry that on. And I just feel as though um, yeah, there's, a, there's a little bit of a lack of depth in both teams, especially in the, the lack of consistency in the way we can't score runs in, in, in our middle orders. I think we rely far too heavily in both teams on two or three players at the top, and and that's obviously your um, your Bates and your and your Kerr and Divine in the in the in the uh, girls team, and obviously um, Mitchell now who's performing very very well, and Williamson in the men's team, and and the younger players have got a responsibility to actually perform. Mm. Otherwise, loyalty has to go out the window. Uh, Sophie Devine batting at four. Now, I didn't watch it. I did listen to a bit of your commentary yesterday, and I was just mystified why... I mean, you can argue whether she's our best batter or not. Um, 
particularly in T20, Warren, you want your best batters to face the most possible balls. And particularly when the opening stint, there's only two fielders out. I scratch my head at her coming in at four. I think she's our best angry batter. That's a funny way of putting it. I think, I think when she is determined and she goes out with an attitude that we're not only just going to win this game, we are going to thrash them. The attitude that she can bring to captaincy and in particular to her batting is still there. I don't think she played anything like it yesterday. And in fact, I, I don't really think that any... Maddie Green scored some good runs, but they, they weren't runs that were ever going to win the game. They were runs that were going to get New Zealand perhaps close if she had some backup. But they, they, no one showed any aggression. Um, I, I was so disappointed that we were sort of like rabbits in the lights. Um, Pakistan bowled very well. They bowled straight. They bowled a good length. The wicket was holding up a little and we didn't have any timing. But we didn't actually go out there and say, we are going to be the number one team. And I think if they don't come with that attitude tomorrow, they'll get the same result. The White Sands would be devastated to be 2-0 down after two games at the University of Otago Oval. They can't bring that attitude again. So is that, is that what's missing? Purely attitude, do you think, for Game 2, oh, which is in 24 hours' time? Yeah, I'm absolutely certain of it. I'm absolutely certain that uh, just looking at the, the way we performed with the ball, the way we, we fielded, and also that the lack of, of an aggressive approach Right from the start, we've, we've got a girl who's performed very, very well for, for, for Canterbury in the last few years, the girl Anderson, who opens the She can really hit the ball hard. Mm. She didn't, didn't even look like hitting it hard at all. You can, you can tell by the, the body language of some of these players that we're just out there as the first game and we'll just play a nice game of cricket and we'll move on to the next one. Well, no, it, it's winners who are grimmers and, and really you've got to win these games. We're slipping down the international table game by game if we keep performing that way. I just want to touch also, talking to Warren Lees um, on the cricket, just want to touch also, I don't recall a cricketer that didn't play in a game get talked about more during a game than Rachin Ravindra. Uh, Ravindra, I know Smithy was hot on it last week, that the golden nugget of New Zealand cricket is sitting in the stand. Can, can, can you throw any light as to a former coach why he wouldn't be included in this first Test match? Yeah, I can understand. I can, I can understand the way it may have come about in that um, the player that he could have taken the place of may have been Phillips. He'd scored a double century in his last test. Uh, there's a loyalty factor there. Um, and, um, um, I'm sorry. I, I think Phillips, with his off-spin bowling, uh, I, I think there's, there's, every, there's every point in playing. I think Conway at the top of the order owes us a lot more. You're never going to replace Mitchell or Williamson in this team. Mm. But I think Ravindra really did deserve to play in this game. And the, and the supporters around New Zealand after the World Cup deserve to watch him play. And I know that Ian Smith said this morning, I heard him, he doesn't care whether it's red ball or white ball, and in a way, nor do I. If he's that good, and he really didn't perform at the World Cup, his name is all around world cricket at the moment. We deserve to, to have him play. And he deserves to play as well. We've got to make sure that these youngsters who really stand out are going to be given the opportunity. Going back to the White Ferns, that's exactly what we're looking for in one of these young players who've been picked for the White Ferns as well. Someone to go out and say, hey, I've arrived on the international stage, now watch me play.
I think that's really important. And the importance too, and you've touched on it there, the youngsters, the, the 18, 19-year-olds who have watched that World Cup and watched Ravindra, and he is their um, he is their flag bearer to their futures as well. They must be, the young young cricketers in New Zealand must be mystified like he, he was one of the best players at the World Cup and we go to Bangladesh, these World Test Championship points at stake. He's proven himself in Red Bull cricket domestically. Um, it, it, it's... It's mind-boggling to me when the fan base in New Zealand is screaming for him and, the, and they don't play him. And indications are he probably won't play the second test as well, which is, again, stupefying. And, and also, we would like the White Ferns. This, this game coming up for the, for the Black Caps is, is vitally important for the whole season. One of the biggest home seasons New Zealand cricket has ever produced. There are so many teams coming here, both men's and women, mm. to play against our two teams, and everyone has turned on to cricket at the moment, which is amazing. And we've turned on to certain players. It's the responsibility of those who are trying to get in the team to stand out in the domestic cricket. They've actually got to stamp their mark first in domestic cricket and then bring that attitude into the engine. I know it's difficult because you're sitting beside experienced players in the dressing room and you're feeling like you're so lucky. Did my name come out of a raffle? How am I in this team? <laughs> Gee, I've come a long way from the back street cricket with my older brother or whatever. But if they don't bring that attitude, if they go back to what they were doing two or three years ago, they don't deserve to be in the team. Well, if he goes out the window. Mm-hmm. And it is, it is a, there is a responsibility for the selectors to show loyalty to some of the players who are actually giving the very, very best. It's also a responsibility to say, hey, we're only here for one season, perhaps as selectors, we've got to look after the future of the game as well. There's a responsibility to, to allow the young players to, to, to get going and, and congratulate them on bringing a positive attitude to the team. Are we, and I'm loath to ask you this, Wally, but um, are we a little bit uh, stodgy when it comes to our our leadership in New Zealand cricket and the rest of the world, and Brendan McCullum, Ben Stokes is the best advertisement for it. Um, Aussies have been doing it forever where we don't put our foot down and we don't have that little bit of the anger that you talk about. We're a little bit like what England used to be. Mm. If you go back in, 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 in 10 years or 15 years or 20 years or even only four years, go back to England cricket with our arms folded and slipped and just looking at the scenery <laughs> and just enjoying the day and wonder what we're going to have for lunch. And, oh, gee, we've lost three weeks for 24. We're, busy. Um, we're a little bit like that, we are, actually. Mm. And, and, in fact, we used to laugh about the way there was a difference between Australia and South Africa and England. And the English had that sort of slow thinking game, um, not, not really overly aggressive. Well, I think we've slipped into that a bit. I think we need, uh, we need to see the sparkle in their eyes. We need to see them running around and aggressively uh, congratulating each other when things are good and, and clapping and, and, and saying to the bowler, yes, we're here. You know, we're here to help you out. And I don't see a lot of that at the moment. I, mean, I just see, ah, oh, it's another game of cricket. Oh, I used to play, I was in the IPL, now I was in the West Indies, and then I had a tour there, and now I'm just going to play against these guys or these girls. And it's almost like it's all too easy, isn't it? Mm. You know what? Well, it you, won't be too easy, soon. You, you know what? 
you know what you just reminded me of was when Steve Rickson came in and took over the Black Caps and we became the best bow, uh, fielding side in the world, the urgency in the field, and that picked up every other area in our performance. Exactly, and Steve Rickson, in a, in a strange way, and I don't mean this as a negative, he had some of the players almost frightened not to feel well. Mm. <laughs> he actually said, you're in this team for a particular job and I'm wanting 100%. Now, you show me 100% for the whole game. That's, I'm not criticising the, the coaching of the, of, of the team at all. I'm just saying it, it's a responsibility of the players to bring those attitudes mm. and to show the New Zealand public, the new New Zealand public, the new, they weren't even here two years ago, most of these people who are following the game so closely now. They've got to actually say, you stick with our game and we, you, we will not let you down. Mm, we will entertain you. Wally, it's great to have you part of the commentary team with SCNZ. I'm looking forward to more of your contributions. Thanks for joining us today. Not a problem. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. There is Warren Lee's former New Zealand keeper, of course, and coach of the Black Caps as well. We, I, I just saw a text message. might have gone to Smithy. We might have come onto this show saying that Susie Bates has been out of form for a long time. So I just did some maths. Her last nine T20 games... Uh, she's averaged 44. Her last nine, I went nine because that's the summer of cricket, last nine uh, ODIs, uh, she's averaged 45. So average of 44 and 45. Doesn't fire as often as she'd like and we'd like, but I still think there's a place for Susie Bates uh, in our White Ferns. Then remember, we do have live commentary of the White Ferns. Tomorrow build-up starts at 12.30. Back short.